Well, hi there, folks. Welcome to the program. This is Stinchfield, the podcast. Um, Big news internationally. Certainly, we know what is going on with the Israel-Hamas war. We know that China has a plan, a plot, really, to suck America in. I've called it over and over again. I call it a -a rope-a-dope move. And America really is the dope here because America's getting sucked in all these different directions. Now, we've got to support Israel. I'm 100% on board with that. Um, But China knows that the deeper we get sucked into these proxy wars on different continents, China can go do whatever it wants to do. Now, we're getting word that they're moving ships and lots of ships uh, around Taiwan. Is this China getting ready to invade Taiwan? We're going to talk to uh, Nicole Tsai of the new federal state of China as we get Stinchfield started right now. Uncensored and unapologetic. This is Stinchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stinchfield. All right, thank you very much, folks, for joining us. As always, Nicole Sai is here, as we do every Thursday. Nicole, welcome to the program. Hey, Grant, thank you so much for having me. Of course. So um, this is not just moving a couple of ships uh, around Taiwan. This is moving a whole, it looks like, uh, amounts to a fleet or more of ships. What's happening here? So as we speak now, the CCP has moved uh, 43 um, uh, military aircraft and nine ships to the Taiwan Strait within 24 hour period. And this happened after the White House confirmed uh, Biden is going to meet with Xi Jinping in less than two weeks in San Francisco at the sidelines of the APEC meeting. So we can tell that uh, Biden's words of deterrence has completely failed because the CCP has been stepping up the military confrontation and causing you know many harassment campaigns on in the Taiwan Strait and also in the South China Sea because the CCP had a collusion collision with the Philippine uh, fishing vessel uh, in the controversial uh, area. So they are acting very aggressively. What do you think ultimately is going to happen? If we could get in the, into the mind of Xi Jinping, is this the pre-phases of an actual invasion? I've always said, and you know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I always was under the impression that Taiwan would ultimately fall without a shot being fired. The threat of the CCP, the weakness of the Biden administration would allow China to go in and and Taiwan would roll over. But this makes it sure look like an invasion is imminent unless Xi Jinping is posturing to squeeze the arm of, of Taiwan to say, hey, we're coming. There's no doubt about it that the Xi Jinping wants to take over Taiwan by force. It's just a matter of when and how soon. And I think that the CCP has been showing a force, um, you know, to the United States when the U.S. is preoccupied with the military conflict in Middle East. Again, it's a proxy war sponsored and funded by the CCP from behind the scene. Iran and Hamas and Houthi, they are, have all been uh, supplied uh, by the CCP in terms of the weapon and defense uh, system. So I think the CCP is is trying to show to America that, um, you know, we are in control and uh, we want to start a World War III. Do, do you um, take great concern as much as I do that the mainstream media in America is not even talking about these, China calls them military exercises around Taiwan, but we all know what it is. They're threats. Um, are you amazed that that uh, the mainstream media does not want to talk about this? 
Definitely. I think that the mainstream media, they want to have, you know, rating and they're obsessed with war. And that's why they're focusing all their reporting resources on Middle East while ignoring, you know, the upcoming conflict in Taiwan Strait and South China Sea. And so I think that's the problem that, uh, you know, when can we expect the mainstream media truly play uh, a vital role to inform the public about the upcoming uh, events instead of, you know, dwelling on the, you know, war crimes, you know, war situation, because I think it's for rating purpose, not mm-hmm. informing the public. Yeah. And, and in many respects, you know, they take their cues, the media from the Biden administration, who we know is on the take from China. And so I just feel like every corner I see a cover up and oftentimes with, when it comes to the mainstream media, it's it's the fake news story is bad enough. That's just flat out a, a bogus story. But it's the lies by omission. When you don't cover a story, it also can amount to a lie, Nicole. I also think that the mainstream media is trying to be uh, aligned with the uh, Biden administration because the Biden administration has been sending uh, appeasement words because they are going to expect a fall in a frosty relationship with the CCP and White House is preparing a smooth talk with Xi Jinping in less than two weeks. Of course, they're not going to be sending strong messages. And that's why the mainstream media, they understand it. That's why they don't talk about the uh, military, you know, escalations and potential wars in the Taiwan Strait and do, uh, also in the South China Sea. Do you think that China wants World War Three? I actually don't think China. I think Xi Jinping is too smart to, to try to get himself into World War Three. I think what he wants to do is bully everyone into just rolling over for him. I think Xi Jinping's ultimate goal is to replace America as the uh, dominant power in the entire world. That's why they they used the term New World Order. They created the Global South and the, the BRICS system. And their goal is to destroy the world order that was established by the U.S. after World War II. And so if they don't have to start a war to to achieve this goal, that's perfect. But I think that they're prepared uh, for a military confrontation if it yeah. needs to to do. How do you see the United States military stacking up against China? I would like to believe our military is still the strongest in the world, but China's Navy now, I believe, is bigger than our Navy. Now, I think you could make an argument that our Navy is more powerful than China's Navy. But um, we see ammunition being depleted. Israel's asking for more ammunition from the United States. We know Ukraine has been taking ammunition from us. Joe Biden admitted that we are depleting our reserves of ammunition. Um, Who do you think is stronger? Well, we already know that the CCP has more naval ships than the United States of America. They have more capability to produce more ships. And also, according to the latest Pentagon report, the CCP is, uh, uh, you know, speeding up the production of the nuclear warheads. Right now, they're at 500, which is far less than the United States, but they're going to increase by 1,000 by 2030. And also... I think the most troubling side is that uh, we are buying the drones produced by the CCP. And that's why last week, uh, Chairman Mike Gallagher of the CCP committee in the uh, House of, uh, you know, a representative, they passed a act to stop America from 
purchasing drones produced by the CCP because that means that the, we are sending sensitive U.S. data back to Beijing. And so, and there's another side of the story, which is the woke culture in our military. I mean, CCP, they don't fund transgender or the crazy stuff. They want to find the the, the strongest man to fight the war. That's the whole purpose of the military and national defense. But in this country, we hear constant debate about uh, transgender and, you know, surgical procedure, everything like that. And, and so I think that we, I'm worried. I'm worried about our uh, fighting capability. Yeah. Um, talking about Taiwan and the, and the Navy surrounding Taiwan, there was this chart that I saw online, and, and it basically says that um, th- this is the Chinese naval operations near Taiwan, record-setting, large-scale e- exercises, 70 Chinese destroyers, frigates, and other warships, 20 ships tracked operating near Taiwan in a single day, uh, 202 detected in August, which amounts to a new monthly record. Now, we're coming into November so here I am just talking about this now. They've been doing this since August. Yes, absolutely. And in the mainstream media, we don't hear people analyzing this situation. And um, and a few questions have been uh, asked in the White House daily briefing. And, uh, you know, Secretary Blinken and Biden, I think they are preoccupied with the uh, conflict in Middle East. And that's exactly what the Xi Jinping was doing because they want to distract, uh, you know, the attention. And so that's why they step up the military confrontation in the South China Sea while America and the, our allies are focusing on uh, Israel and Hamas. All right, I'm gonna ask you to educate me here and, and the viewers and listeners. The China, the one China policy Can you explain what this means and where the United States officially falls on the one China policy? What does one China policy mean? Well, I think this one China policy is a a policy of strategic ambiguity. And it started after uh, U.S. recognized the the PRC, uh, the CCP regime, as the sole representation of China. And um, so I think that the U.S. policy is to avoid to publicly recognize Taiwan uh, as an independent sovereign nation and so that they can keep relationship. But on the other side, U.S. has never stopped, uh, you know, giving uh, military aid and political support to Taiwan. So this one China policy's interpretation on the China side is to say, we are the sole legitimate government and Taiwan is part of the PRC and Taiwan refused that and America refused to uh, recognize that Taiwan is a independent nation. And I think that, uh, you know, the CCP is using the strategic ambiguity to bully Taiwan because their ultimate goal is very public and explicit. Uh, they are always consistent that they are going to take over Taiwan by force. Yeah. Um, do you think it is – a lot of people say that the United States has has made an obligation, a written obligation to defend Taiwan militarily if China were to go in. There's a lot of people who debate how this – how this um, uh, I, I, what, what do you call it? I guess you call it a treaty type style, but um, – there are a lot of people that debate what it really means for the United States. What's your interpretation? 
Well, I think that um, in our current um, uh, Taiwan Relation Act, um, U.S. is going to provide um, Taiwan with self-defense support. And, but that, that doesn't mean that the U.S. will send troops and uh, men and women in uniform to fight in that island. And so uh, U.S. has always been providing arms sale and military support for Taiwan. And but again, you know, Biden actually a month ago in the 60 minute uh, interview, he actually said that if CCP takes over Taiwan, uh, American troops will come to Taiwan. Taiwan to help Taiwan to de uh, defend, which is a very interesting uh, departure from America's longstanding uh, ambiguity policy toward Taiwan. And um, so I think that Taiwan is capable of, uh, you know, defending against the CCP's aggression if they are provided with ample um, military support. The, the, the problem when Joe Biden says things like that is nobody believes him or even worse, they think he made a mistake or got it wrong and he doesn't know what he's saying because the White House continuously comes out and corrects this guy. So yeah. he did totally upend the ambiguity, meaning no one really quite knew where you, what United States would do. And then he declared we would. I don't even think Xi Jinping believes that that Joe Biden would do anything uh, when it comes to Taiwan, which is why he's being more and more aggressive. And I think this is why you've seen Xi Jinping become more and more aggressive since President Trump left all across the world, Nicole. Absolutely. I think that in the Middle East, uh, we, you know, we, you and I, we talk about the CCP's uh, infiltration and uh, increasing their political and uh, military presence in the Middle East through the Belt and Road Initiative. And uh, they're taking America's ally away to the CCP side. And also that happens in Europe and uh, Central and Latin America. I mean, last week we heard the co uh, congressman from Florida expressing concerns about uh, the 17 uh, illegal Chinese nationals posing as a tourist, taking photos of the uh, our military installations in key cargo. And uh, so I, I think that the Xi Jinping has a global ambition. And uh, for decades, they have been planning their spy operatives and surveillance uh, uh, system yeah. around the world. I will say that one of the reasons why I don't think Joe Biden will do anything is I personally believe that Joe Biden is on the take from China with all the money flowing, the new $40,000, the loan repayments, the two well, non-repayments, $250,000, another $200,000, all this money flowing from China through through these transactions of company after company after company all the way back to the Biden family, which leads me to be he's bought and paid for. He's not going to do anything. But getting back to this seventeen. Uh, people that were caught spying on military bases. You think there's any chance they came from Cuba? You know, China now has this military base on 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 Cuba. Could could they be from there? Absolutely, and that's why uh, Florida Congressman uh, Jimenez he's demanding the investigation into these people's background because we already know in Cuba and Bahamas, CCP has been building military like surveillance. Uh, a program aiming at the uh, U.S. naval uh, bases stationed in Florida. So these people are very likely to come from Cuba or Bahamas or Central Latin America, and they marry. You know, they probably carry a very important mission to come to the states and take some. 
pictures and posing themselves as a tourist. I mean, you know, if you're a tourist, you get a tourist visa and across our border illegally. But these people are taking, you know, a boat coming to our、uh, waters, and so this is definitely very concerning. Yeah,、uh, it sure is. But this is par for the course. It's very easy for people to get here,、um, and I would imagine. That when we talk about terror cells infiltrating the United States, we talk about open borders. One, there's been plenty of Chinese nationals coming across the open border. I think some of them are probably trying to escape Xi Jinping, but some of them may be working for Xi Jinping. Then you got the terror cells of of terrorists. We, we've seen hundreds, literally, that have been captured. I worry about the ones that haven't been captured from these special interest states. They call them special interest aliens. Um, that could be building terror cells here. I'm in firm belief that there are already terror cells here. Now, Xi Jinping, I believe he looks at these terror cells in the United States as in his best interest because anything that would create more chaos, anything that would create more weakness in the United States, that a massive terror attack would upend our economy. Xi Jinping is going to be all for it. He may not be on a holy war against America, but he's certainly on a war against America. No doubt about it, and this is the reason why that in TikTok,、uh, which claims more than 100 million U.S.、Uh, users, you know, we have seen a heavy、uh, influence from the CCP-controlled device to promote anti-Semitism and pro-Hamas、uh, rhetorics. I mean, that's again Xi Jinping. Because this is, we're not facing a, just the military confrontation, but also a war of words, a war of ideas, and a war of uh, uh, influence. And we're losing this battle right here on the soil of the United States of America. You know, I was going to pull up, and I will do this. My TikTok, okay? I have、uh, a community violations talking about. <laughs> Well, this is it. Removed. You can see here it's removed for violations.、Yeah. Talking about Hamas terrorists going into Israel, and that the propaganda of the hospital and other stories coming out of Hamas is simply that propaganda designed to to stoke division in the United States from dopey Americans. Removed due to misinformation. I'm literally exposing the misinformation. And TikTok community violated me for this very well, thing. Absolutely, and I'm you know I think that you should wear it as a badge of honor because the CCP definitely definitely don't like people like you and uh, uh, the content you are spreading. You know because they want to promote、uh, the hate against Israel against America and、uh, the. Tragically, U.S. continues to allow、uh, more than 100 million American people to be、uh, to be exposed、yeah. to such a harmful device. And in the case rate, their powerful lobbying firm working on behalf of the TikTok to remain in the United States of America. Well,、um, this is why I use a burner phone for TikTok. And one of the reasons why I'm on TikTok is because I'm trying to reach young people. I know I'm behind enemy lines there, and I know they're squashing me at every moment. And I'm about to get kicked off there, like I got kicked off YouTube.、Um, so, but I, I stay and fight, and I don't mind、yeah. fighting behind enemy lines. But I do it very smartly. I use a phone. I'm, I'm in my studio right now, where I do all my social media.、Uh, this phone I'm talking about is the is the burner phone that I use for TikTok because I don't want them. Gathering my keystrokes, 
access to my microphone, my camera, which is all in the all in the user guidelines, by the way, that you approve once you download uh, this on there. So um, that's how I take my precautions. But uh, it is a very dangerous app, Nicole. I, you know what, I, I, I'm glad that you haven't given up on that very imp- important battlefield because there are over 100 million young people who are born and living in this country who are using that uh, app. We cannot give them up. And unless American government shut them down completely, we shouldn't give them up. Yeah. Uh, that platform to save more people. I agree. You know, this is when Twitter went absolutely crazy and was kicking off all conservative friends. Um, I stayed there to stay yeah. and fight. A lot of my conservative friends says, you know what? I'm, I'm getting off Twitter. I'm, I'm deleting my Twitter account. I said, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to yeah. stay and fight. And uh, my buddy Sebastian Gorka did the same thing, stand and fight. He wrote a book about that, and and it's important we do that. Um, I want to play a soundbite from Christopher Wray. This gets back to the terror uh, situation. And uh, Christopher Wray, not a fan of this guy. I think he's real part of the weaponization of government against freedom-loving Americans. Um, But let's listen to the director of the FBI. So, Director Wray, can you say that we do not have either individual foreign terrorists or terror cells affiliated with foreign groups currently operating in the United States? Well, we're not we're not tracking that. But uh, again, I come point back to what it is. The gaps in our intelligence are real. um, And it's something that we have concerns about. Your response to that response, Nicole. I'm speechless. I'm shocked that as the country's largest law enforcement, uh, whose number one mission is to monitor the foreign uh, adversary powers in this country and protect the American people, they're not even tracking the foreign terrorist groups activities in this country. And remember, uh, when we, you and I, we were talking about the CCP secret police station in lower Manhattan. I mean, it's not FBI. It's not uh, Christopher Ray who, who are among the first to tell the American people. It's the media people. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, human rights watchdog. And now I, I hate to, to see that, you know, once God forbid, no terrorist attack would ever happen to this country. But I hate to see FBI to be among the first to report the attack instead of pre-warning of us about an upcoming threat. Think of all the agents they dispatched to chase down January 6th grandmas and grandfathers that were at the Capitol, literally taking an unorganized tour through the Capitol. Sure, there was a little bit of violence on one area, which really didn't even get that bad if you look at it. But they sent so many resources to call them domestic terrorists, domestic terrorists. Then I see this week, Corrine Jean-Pierre, one of the chief spokespeople for the president, John Kirby, another mouthpiece of Joe Biden. They refuse to call anyone that is calling for the death of Jews extremists. Yet they're eager to call Make America Great Again Republicans extremists and domestic terrorists. And yet college kids on campuses saying gas the Jews, they won't call extremists. This is what we're up against and it puts all of us in danger. It is very dangerous because we can tell that uh, from this, uh, you know, the ideology will transform people into violent uh, attacks. And I I think this is extremely disturbing that we're condoning, we're tolerating, or we're actually encouraging because when people in this country are expressing their fears about the Jewish community uh, being uh, subject to the harassment attack, and now you got Kamala Harris saying, hey, we should be careful about um, uh, xenophobia or Islamic phobia. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is very, 
I, I mean, everything that comes from this administration is actually to condone and maybe encourage uh, hate speech and uh, harassment, uh, you know, campaign against the Jews. You know, on the Real America's Voice show last night, I played a clip of pro-Hamas, pro-Palestine. I call them rioters because that amounts to when you instill fear in somebody else, I think you're a rioter. They surround this young Jewish man who's on campus, a student. They surround him. I can't imagine how frightening that would be. I see this all across the country. In, in Los Angeles on the radio this morning, we just reported on uh, horrific anti-Semitic graffiti that was that was uh, placed on a Jewish place of worship and, and scrawled out there. All across the country, we're seeing this. And they come up with an Islamophobia task force when there is one instance of a six-year-old boy. Horrific, tragic. But I'm not even convinced it's related to them being Islamic. It was a drunk landlord who killed this kid in a horrific fashion. Don't condone it. One death is too many. But they come up with an Islamic task force when there are literally hundreds of Jewish kids fearing for their lives on college campuses across America. And they want to say Islamophobia is the big threat. The pandering is what gets to me. And the policies of pandering is what puts everybody in danger and, quite frankly, is what allows Xi Jinping to go on the move. Well, absolutely. And we haven't seen any uh, president of those universities coming out to issue strong warnings or warn the student that you, your, your words have a consequence. And uh, so I, I, I don't think we have seen enough response from the colleges and universities we know because they have been taking hundreds of millions of dollars from the CCP and all the Ivy League schools like Harvard and Yale and Cornell, UCLA, they are among the biggest recipient of yeah. the CCP money coming from Beijing. Nicole, um, when you look at what's happening with Israel, Hamas and Palestine, uh, I just saw some Chinese official. I don't know. It was in it was in Chinese, but um they are voicing very strong support for a state solution with Palestine having its own state becoming its own recognized country. Has this been longstanding in China? Absolutely. In fact, um, uh, in the Baidu, uh, which is the CCP-controlled largest um, uh, search engine system, if you Google the map in Middle East, you will not find Israel on that map. So in CCP's digital map, people are not going to find Israel but they see Palestine. So that's the CCP's position. It's just like in CCP's map, they include Taiwan as part of the territory controlled by the CCP. And then they force American uh, airliners to change Taiwan status uh, from a country or independent nation to a province or city uh, be belonging to China. And so, so far we haven't heard any condemnation uh, from the CCP government about Hamas. In, instead, they've been calling ceasefire. They've been calling, you know, one nation or two nation uh, state solution to that conflict. But they didn't, they didn't, you know, want to admit it's Hamas who launched the attack first, you know, taking the storm, you know, that whole uh, uh, Israel by storm. By surprise, so they fail to um, to recognize it's you know the, the who's the real aggressor, who's the real victim. I would imagine China looks at Israel very similar to that it does to the United States. This is a country that embraces freedom. It's a mm -hmm. it's a country that embraces individuality. It embraces capitalism. All yeah. of the things 
that China stands against. I'll give you the last word, Nicole. Well, absolutely. And this is why we must support Israel and we must provide self-defense support to Taiwan. And we must, you know, our access is the Trump policy, which is strong deterrence, prevent war. Right now we see Biden's words have only invited more attacks. So far we got 27 or 28 strikes uh, in, uh, in, in the U.S. military base in Middle East. And after Biden kept saying, don't, 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 well, they did. And so what happened? And so we know that we have already lost the power of deterrence. Yeah. And that's the most disturbing uh, story. Uh, the bottom line is don't, don't, don't. It's not tough talk when it comes to bullies. And, no. uh, you know, unfortunately, Joe Biden and them, either they don't understand it or they do. And that's one reason why China and our enemies are able to do what they do because uh, Joe Biden's just going to allow it, allow it to happen. Uh, Nicole Tsai with the new federal state of China. Thanks to you, all your members who risk their lives literally trying to inform so many of us here and abroad uh, to the ills of the Chinese Communist Party and your quest to take down the CCP. Uh, it's a valiant quest. And ultimately, if we can decouple from China, I think we get there. Uh, new federal state of China, NFSC Speaks. NFSC Speak, depending on the platform. And I want you to give the website to Nicole. NFSCofficial.com and also want to say thank you and your Stinchfield Army. We're all in this together. Thank well, you. you. You better believe that. And uh, I'm, I'm so grateful to them as well. Stinchfield's Army rolls. Thanks to all of you folks. We'll see you back here uh, soon. And the Real America's Voice show uh, tonight at uh, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you there. Thanks, folks.